It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Seven seven five three five seven F A N S or seven seven five three seven six Easy Easy. These morons on the women's soccer team continue to embarrass us on the national stage. They tied. <laughs> These morons on the women's soccer team continue to embarrass us on the national stage. They tied. These morons on the women's soccer team continue to embarrass us on the national stage. They tied. <laughs> I haven't stopped laughing. Oh, my God. Oh, there's so much to digest with that story, and we are going to get to that story early, early on. But good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show here <laughs> on a Monday. Man, oh man, I mean, I'm dying, just dying. Like, this is, this is, a this is, when you're fueled with as much hate as I am, the, the things that transpired yesterday morning, Make me realize that hate is so good, and it, it it is so delicious. But like I said, we'll get to it in just a bit. I got to say good mornings to y'all. I got to talk about the weekend. By the way, got to say hey to Mikey. Uh, it was awesome being on your show Friday night. If anybody got to, if anybody missed it, go to the Mikey podcast. It was his freeloader one, so you can see it forever. And that hour went by so fast. We could have done probably six hours. He and I were cooking. We were, we were cooking like macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. That's how much we were cooking. So, uh, yeah, go find that. And I got to say again, Mikey, thank you so much for letting me be on. It was truly, truly your pleasure. Also, today. It's T-shirt time? Oh, it is. All kind of T-shirt time. T-shirt Bam! Bam! It's T-shirt time! Woo! T-shirt time! It's T-shirt time! Everybody knows it's T-shirt time! So nice! T-shirt time! It's T-shirt time! Oh Elena, don't! God, shut up Don't now. you do it! I'm just trying to let everybody know so they yeah. put their T-shirts By the way, Jersey Shore back last Thursday. Amazing! Watched it over the weekend. Today's T-shirt, thanks to our good friends who sponsor us at 4T5Printing.com, Rhino. Today, I call this shirt the Comedy Gods. I I mean, it doesn't get bigger than these two right here. First one, we got Red Fox on there. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. I, I I mean, come on. And then right next to him, my hero that I got to meet in Vegas, Rodney Dangerfield. You got to look out for number one, but don't step at number two. Oh, what a shirt it is. And I have to say thank you to 4T5 Printing Rhino for that. A bunch of shirts happening this week. By the way, you can get your boo-boo face shirt there as well. Let's say some good mornings and I'll get into the weekend. Uh, First one here today. It's Enrico Palazzo. Yes, man. Chazman says, morning ass family. Fuck, it's Monday already here. I heard a joke yesterday. You got a pile of dirty men's underwear. How do you know which ones belong to the gay guy? <laughs> the ones with the skid marks in the back and front. Hey, now. 
That's very good. That is very good. Uh, I, I did, I, I, I jumped back on TikTok. Uh, I gave a couple jokes up there today. Uh, what do you do if a, an elephant comes through your front door? Swim for your life? I don't remember what the other one was. What was the other one? Hold on a second here. Hold on, I, I, I've, got, I've got it right at, the, right at my thumbs. Oh, yeah, what's the difference between Joe Biden and Woody from Toy Story? Woody goes limp when a child walks in the room. V. Coop, yeah, did yourself, my man. Uh, all right, let's get back to the good morning train, shall we? Oh, I love trash. Trash Panda says morning, ass family. Well, good morning. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. There he is. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. V. Coop, V. Coop, V. Coop. In the house, he says, wow, did SummerSlam suck. Now, wait, 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 wait. Well, we'll, we'll get into this. I got a lot of good mornings to say. We'll get into this, I promise. Um, I got to say, the Cody-Brock match was pretty spectacular. That's what I'll, I'll, that, that's all just, I'll, I'll give you that tease right now, and we'll do it here in just a minute, I promise. There he is. House of Pain is in the house. Says, good morning, ass family. R.I.P. to my beloved Pacific Athletic Conference. Can't wait for my ducks to establish new rivalries with Rutgers and Purdue. Oh. You know, I think uh, I got to write this down for Joe. Uh, For Joe. How would you realign NCAA? Because the, the, the Pac-10 shutting down, or the Pac-12, or whatever the fuck they turned it into, that, that needs to be a conference that stays together. Washington, Oregon, SC, UCLA, Arizona State, all those schools. That, that, that It's stupid that Oregon is now in the Big Ten. They don't belong in the Big Ten. It's a different brand of football there. The Big Ten is a bunch of gigantic fucking corn-fed Midwest boys who grow up. Some are faster than others, not as fast as those guys in the South and the Southeast. But they play a a brand of smash-mouth football where on the West Coast, the players are a little bit smaller, they're a little faster, a little quicker, still not as fast as those in the South and Southeast. But they play their own brand of football. And sometimes their brand is better than every other brand out there. And what they're doing, like I said, we're going to save that for Joe, but that's a great point you brought up there. Uh, House of Pain, my man. (laughs) Swoosh, says Morning Ass Family. Well, good morning to you, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good morning, ass family. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Great job on Mikey's podcast, Dr. States. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, of course, it did, V. Coop. My wife said we could order without problem, Bills Wise, and I read off the card, and we did some research on the matches, and woman who cusses rarely says, oh, hell fucking no, I'm not watching that shit. Yeah, well, it, st- it killed AEW that night. AEW was on free TV, and... Ooh, it got beat like a drum. But AEW's stupid right now. I, I'm pissed off at them, but I'm still watching. 
Rhino the T-shirt man. Hold on a second here. Let's give you your proper due. It's T-shirt time? Yeah, it is T-shirt time. Rhino says, good morning. Yeah, fuck 20, 30-year-old kids. That's all I got to say about that. Well, I hope. Hey, I, Rhino, I got to. You said your wife wanted to make me a hat. I have a hat in mind. Now, this is going to be a tall order, but I'm going to call you today. And this will be the official hat of college football season for me. So that, 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 that's all I'm going to say. And you're like, wait a second. You wear Longhorn hats. Yes, I do. But your official hat has letter A on it. Yes, it does. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying right now. Okay, I got, I got, I got to talk to Ryan about it first. Torius Fred says, good morning all. Hope the ass family is good. Bubba, you want out? Jesus Christ. I swear to God, you knock on this door, Bubba, I'm going to knock you out. Jackass. Ugh. Adam J is in the house. Buenos dias, amigo. Hope you're doing well. Rhino says the Mikey podcast was lit. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Rhino's that podcast have website. Yeah, it's the Mikey podcast website. That is where you find it. Becca, Becca. Yes. Uh, Derek is in the house. Becca. Says good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Uh, Sanchez family says, hey now, big shit bird. Well, caca to you, my friend. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Uh, Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Uh, it says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. The Mikey podcast was awesome. That hour flew by. You guys work really well together. Oh, I, I've heard that a lot this weekend, and I agree. Mikey and I are uh, Mikey and I are like peas and carrots. Ralphie says, good morning, ass family. Hope you all have a fantastic week. Yes, the Mikey podcast with Arnie was great. Well, thank you. Mad Hatter says, good morning, ass. Stink fist. Uh-oh. Stink fist. Going to have to have a talk. Got to have a little, 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 little chin waggle here. Says good morning, ass. Great weekend. The A's swept the Giants, which warms my heart. Yes, it does. You gotta like that. <laughs> Our favorite bull dyke, Megan Rapino, launches a ball in the stratosphere, losing the game for the U.S. Oh well, karma's a bitch. Yes, yes, yes. They, it is. Uh, I worked on the website all weekend. Now uh, I will put up Rodney and Red on the website this morning. Braddy Kid is all up in the house. Oh my lucky. Oh, yeah, she is doing some yard work right now. I practiced preaching to Billy Goats no, at the didn't. Good Shepherd Children's Home. They no. said, amen, Brother Greg. Your, your name's not even Brother Greg. You've never practiced preaching, but I hope that you have a wonderful day and week off this week. Yay. Yay. She's going to be home all week. Awesome. Paul T says, good morning, all. That's a new name. Or at least one I haven't seen in a while. Uh, we're ready for you, buddy. Swoosh says uh, Texas on burnt orange with an A being uh, the big A. Uh, I already have one of those. So it's a little bit different than that. Uh, all right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you, Rev, for letting us in on your 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 bucket list of life this weekend. Um, wish my wife did the yard work. What the fuck? Because I can't do it. I, I, I hate yard work. I'd rather move people for a living. Now, first of all, SummerSlam. 
Cody Rhodes, uh, Brock Lesnar match, <clears throat> pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. I got to say, they told a great story in there, and then what Brock did after the match was very, very cool, really. I, I, I didn't know that they needed to put Cody over that much more because he was over, and that means super popular in the wrestling world. But man, oh man, that just launched him into the stratosphere even more. Can we get Braddy to co-host Thursday with Mary? Probably not. She's probably busy that day. <laughs> um, the 25-man battle royal. Oh, I got to tell you, the 25-man battle royal was fucking awesome because... Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, the one and only, the megastar, L.A. Knight. Yeah! One. Oh, my God, that was fantastic. Now, as far as the, the main event, well, I don't care about the chick matches. The chick matches all suck. The, the, the gal running in to cash in the money in the bank, that match was terrible. I agree. And look, all in all, SummerSlam was kind of eh. It, the, the, the Brock Cody match stood out. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, that, that match crap. There's not even a tag team championship match because Kevin Owens is hurt. Trish Stratus, Becky Lynch are saving for tonight. Oh, good. That's the main event tonight. Paul whooped up on Diaz, disappointed. Yeah, that was the big fight. Uh, now, Logan Paul had a match with Ricochet. I got to tell you, I hate Logan Paul. I do. I hate him more than anything in this world. But that guy is a good heel. He doesn't have all the moves yet and everything, but he is a good heel. That's all I'll say. He's a good bad guy. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm -hmm. I do. I do. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Uh, you're out, says, thank your A's, Stink Fist, for beating the Giants. Now four games behind the Dodgers. Now it's the Rangers' turn. Yeah, well, look here, Stink Fist. <sighs> Rangers flew into Oakland. We start a new set with you guys tonight. Now, now, now we're on fire right now. We just won six in a row. We 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 won six in a row, and we're hitting home runs like they're they they grow on fucking trees. Now, bad news is our third baseman Josh Young uh, got a line drive to the hand yesterday, which turned into a double play, which was kind of cool. But he broke a bone in his thumb. They don't know how long he's going to be out, and he was going to win Rookie of the Year. Corey Seager didn't play yesterday. I don't know if that was just giving him the day off or, or what, but he needs to start playing every damn day. I, I'm, 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 uh. So we got three against Oakland and then three against San Francisco. Not looking forward to it. Oh, gosh. Because I got to stay up late mainly. The stars at night are big and bright. College Station, good morning to you, my friend. We are only 26 days away from college football starting. Woo! September 2nd, 2.30. You know where I'm going to be. 2.30 Central Time. I'm going to be parked in my recliner. I will have probably about a 42-ounce ribeye in me already, and I am going to have a big chaw of tobacco in. Big old cold Dr. Pepper, and I'm going to watch the Longhorns, who are 35-point favorites over the Rice Owls, kick the shit out of the Owls. And I can't wait. 
Um, let's see. Way too many kickouts of finishers. Agreed. Oh, man. I swear to That was all night. Correct the mundo. Ricochet jobs to everyone. At this rate, I'm wondering when he'll be booked to beat him. He really is. And let me just tell you, Jay, uh, Logan Paul, you don't need to fucking call out Braun Strowman. You don't need to make fun of no Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is a man. I'll give I'll give uh, SummerSlam about seven out of ten. I mean, I I, I predicted the way the the the, tri- the the chick match was going to end. I knew that that Charlotte was going to get the blue shit sprayed in her face by Kabuki, or uh, Askara or whatever her fucking name is, and that the the black gal with all the hair, the est. She wins, and then they're going to cash in the money in the bank and the money in the bank. I, look, that was written long before that match even needed to take place. Now, as far as AEW goes, they're, they're the stupidest wrestling organization I've ever seen. They're talking about Samoa Joe and CM Punk at Wembley All In. That match has happened. It's crap. Why not rebook the match of the year from last year? According to pretty much every wrestling publication, MJF versus CM Punk. Dummies. And then this weekend on Collision, they're going to have FTR, CMFTR versus the Dark Order. How about the Dark Order against the Blackpool Combat Club? Or whatever they're fucking called. That would be a good bloody fucking match. Get Orange Cassidy and the best friends out. They suck. Uh, The A's need 12 more wins so they don't set the record for least wins. They don't care who's in their way. They're going to roll through every team like they're on Greta's steamboat. All right. All right. Enough wrestling. Uh, Enough SummerSlam. CM Punk Joe had suck-ass matches dating before they met up in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Look, look, I don't want that match at all. Boo. Boo. And Adam Cole against MJF for the world title. Boo. You want to make this the biggest show ever? You change that card. They, they're bragging about selling more than the WWE sold ever. You know, they got 90,000 seats they're talking about. Don't try. Because when, when the WWE goes to Wembley, they're going to sell 100,000 seats. And they're going to kick your ass again. That, that's all. Now. First thing we have to talk about is this. I, I I I don't I don't even know what to say. Is it disappointing? Is it is it comical that the United States women's national soccer team, the young fucks beat FTR in UK? How hard are they throwing the remote at the TV? Oh, that's another shit match. What do I care about FTR against? That's not even a feud. You've got the biggest show of the year. You build a storyline up to that show. And FTR, the best tag team going today, taking on the young fucks? That's just stupid. Oh, God. Adam Cole's a Shawn Michaels never will be in Tanaka Minishikuri's body. He's an Eddie fucking, whatever that Eddie guy, Eddie Kingston's body, but, but on meth. So Sweden, and by I got to tell you what, man, the lesbian pornography in Sweden must be out of this world because that soccer team, 
if they ever redo fucking Porky's, I want the Swedish women's soccer team showers. Holy Lord. And then we got the donkeys on our side. E-aw, Megan Rapinoe. So, so the game played to a 0-0, zero, zero, I'm sorry, nil-nil tie. Because it, it, this is how the game goes. Rapinoe has the ball, and it is out of bounds. Uh, Swedish girl kicking the ball out of bounds. I mean, it's... It's never going to be popular here, people. No, no matter if you bring Lionel Messi, who, by the way, was in Dallas this weekend. Lionel Messi, I guess they and they, I guess they beat the Dallas team. I don't know. Tickets were going for a thousand dollars each for soccer, for soccer in Texas. I almost ended it all when I heard that people were willing to pay a thousand dollars to see a feller in a fucking pink jersey play, and play soccer. Nope, I'm done. Inga, Swedish chicks are actual chicks. Fuck Megan. Inga. So, so the, the, the shootout, so it went to a tie-tie, a nil-nil tie. Then they played a little overtime, and then it was nil-nil. So then they went to shootouts. And Re- Megan Rapinoe could have dropped the hammer on the Swedes because the Swedes had already, like, gotten one blocked, and they were losing. All Megan Rapinoe had to do was make. And what she do? She sailed it. She kicked it. And look, if that was a kick in the NFL, it would have been off to the right a little bit. But it was it was long enough and it was deep enough, but it didn't get anywhere near the right place. So then the Swedes come back and tie, so they got to go to sudden death. And that fellow that was playing goalie for the U.S. yesterday blocked this uh, flock of seagulls hair girl. I think I think she's probably. Token big time lesbian on because she had the shortest hair and probably has to deal with Subaru. She kicked it, ball went up, and then it went back and it crossed the line before she could save it again. The goal wins. Sweden won. The United States women's team eliminated quickest, quicker than a hiccup this year, as they would say in the South. The fastest they've ever been. This is a giant black eye. Let's remember. In the opening game against Vietnam, if you wanted to win a hundred dollars, you had to bet seventy thousand. They were like a six-goal favorite, and the over/under was six and a half. And then they just go out and poop the proverbial bed. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Hey, me. Alicia, good morning. She says, just got off work. All right. Gold in the house. Hey, yo. Says, I've never rooted against my country before this weekend in sports. Shitting the bed. Way to go, women's soccer. I mean, this is beyond embarrassing. And Megan Rapinoe, do you know what they... I, I saw a video clip, and I didn't get to save it yesterday. Do you know, they asked her, because this was the last moment of her soccer career, what's the one thing that you will take away from your soccer career? Couldn't be all the World Cups. Couldn't be the camaraderie with the gals. Couldn't be all the fucking pussy that she ate on the road. No, no, no. She said, equal pay. 
I, 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 I hate these people so much. I, I hate these people that don't real that that want to buy into this horse shit that is equal pay. First of all, let me explain it once again. Let's say let let let's say that you're going to to a pizza restaurant, shall we? All right. So so you see a family, <clears throat> a family of like ten, and they order the super duper hunkamunkus gigantic pizza. Right? It's ginormous. And then you got your family of three or family of four. And you get a large pizza, which is a lot smaller than the junk enormous one. Well, you see, the junk enormous one is the men's World Cup. Because men matter. I'm sorry to say this, ladies, and don't take this the wrong way. Men's sports matter. And the rest of the world knows that, too. So there are more people paying attention to it, okay? Now, you have your family that has the large pizza. There are a lot of people that pay attention to this. They won't anymore after the U.S. has been eliminated. By the way, all the money countries are gone now. See ya. Um, and, and, and that's the pizza that you have. Those are the people that, that can handle that, that watch that, you see? So when you say, but but here's the here's the cool thing, in that smaller group, you get a bigger piece of that pie, than the people over in the other group, who have the giant pie, but they're getting smaller pieces, and that's what happened in the men's world. The men they get a piece of the big gigantic pie. Well, the big gigantic pie is a lot more than the little pie, so they get paid more. Not because they're men, because they're more popular. Their sport's more popular. But the women fought and fought, so now they get paid the exact same amount as the failure that is known as the men. So bravo to you, Megan Rapinoe, and the rest of your fucking team that decided to go so activist this year, you forgot what your main goal was, and that was to win a soccer tournament. That is your only job is to kick a ball through a net. That is it. And I'm not putting that down, but that is your job. Okay! Buenos dias! He says, imagine Brittany Glenn in closing seconds of the finals, needing a bucket to win the game. She has a steal, clear path to the basket, no defenders, and has momentum and speed, goes up for a dunk, and it's an air ball. Because the failure trombone or tuba, hold on a second here. <laughs> Rapino kicked the ball so badly it sailed over the goal. What a fucking joke. She'll sell some hair dye. <laughs> now, I've seen some reports this morning that there are a few rumblings out there. Just a few rumblings out there. Now, I don't know if this is true, and you're absolutely right, uh, safety guy. Do your fucking job. They're not happy with pay, don't do it. So it'd be like what LeBron did, pretty much. And then she was smiling about, well, this is the rumblings going on, and there are some people saying that she may have missed that on purpose.
Now, they asked her after the game, what did it feel like? And she says, oh, a sick joke. She went on to say, I can't remember the last time I missed one of those. Well, could it be because your practice schedule was affected by your activism? Oh, is that what it was? Oh, okay. All right. Instead of just keeping your head down and playing soccer and then in the offseason do what you need to do activism-wise, but no, instead you did something else, well, that, that's lovely. You just cost every other girl on that team. Every other girl on that team. Oh, Cowboys girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. She says, good morning, ass family. There she is. Fuck your mama. Hot mama in the house. Happy Monday, ass. Women's soccer is like watching women's basketball, women's sand volleyball, lingerie football is the only women's sport worth watching. So a lesbian choked on a ball. Uh, Now, part of me just laughs that off to say that she missed it on purpose. Part of me. Due to the fact that I'm a very competitive person, I've been in competitive fields in my career, and I would never throw anything at that level. Now, that's a big part of me. That just laughs that off and says, no way. Then there's a small part of me that says, this is not the world that we live in anymore, Arnie. This is not the world that we live in anymore. We don't live in that world where people take their sports so seriously anymore because everybody's been told it was dumb, even though I say it's not dumb. If it's important to you, it's important to you. I don't care what it is that's important to you. If it's important to you, it's important to you. And that should go quadruply for any professional athletes. You get paid a lot of money to play a game. And a lot of people get upset at you and get mad at you for the money they make because they can't. If I could have been the starting first baseman for the Texas Rangers, I don't care what they would have paid me. That would have been the greatest job in the entire world. That was the dream. Got woke up kind of early. Didn't happen. I know until you take a close-up gander at some of them beach volleyball gals, woof, the sun has turned their face into Charles Bronson. (laughs) Kari Lloyd rips his team last week, saying they're lucky they're not going home. She was basically forced to apologize for telling the truth. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing, too. They're protected. The president came out yesterday and said how proud he was of this team, how proud you were. The earliest exit in Women's World Cup history, and you're proud of that? Donald Trump ripped them apart, but hey, that's what Donald Trump does. And he's right for it. They lost. The last gal that blew it off the fucking goalpost, that one made me laugh the most. It comes out she's dating a player on the Swedish team after. Well, she's supposed to be in love with Sue Bird or something, who she called the greatest athlete ever. Yes, Sue Bird, who averaged like 12 points a game in the WNBA. Yes, she's a better athlete than, I don't know, Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky. I, I, I mean, craziness, I know. 
Now, speaking of craziness, what in the blue fuck is going on in California? This is a video that's circulating right now. I don't know how true this is, but I'm going to play it for you. And it wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt that it's 100% true, but here you go. I'm literally shaking right now. I was just getting groceries and I live in San Francisco and I never really feel fully safe. If you live in San Francisco, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I just got groceries. I'm walking out of the store and this guy is walking past me and says, move you stupid bitch. And he spits in my face, spits all over my face. And then I say, excuse me, did you just spit in my face? And he says, move or I'll rape you. Now, part of me wants to say, well, he really has to be somewhere. There's also people everywhere and everyone's just walking by because they're like, I can't handle something else in San Francisco. It's always something else. I don't even know why I'm posting this. If you live in San Francisco, do you feel this way all the time? I don't feel safe, ever. I literally never feel safe. It's better when it's daylight. But nighttime, no, not leaving my house. <laughs> I'm literally sh- Now, <laughs> Ogre says, answer the question, you stupid bitch. Did you move? <laughs> Obviously she did. Because she did not get raped. I mean, that went really fucking, that went dark quick. First he spits in her face and he says, move or I'll rape you. Wow. Yikes. That's a... (laughs) The only thing I can say to that is... Boy. That escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, from spitting in her face to threatening rape. Uh, get out of Frisco, bitch. Grab a carrot out of your grocery bag and stab him in the eye. So here is the question. Why would you continue to live there? I thought a sighing loudly was harsh, but this guy raised the bar. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go over anywhere. Like, if you're in a Target and somebody runs into your cart, hey, excuse me. If you don't say excuse me, I'll rape you. <laughs> wow. Well... Tress Fanta says, I was not in SF this week. Okay. You are Mark Clear. <laughs> that is pretty tough. I mean, it, it, first of all, spitting in somebody's face. That might be worse than threatening rape. I'm just saying. It, 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 it's right up there. I mean, I mean, they went from like zero to a million. One more time. Okay shaking right now i was just getting groceries and i live in san francisco and i never really feel fully safe if you live in san francisco i'm sure you know what i'm talking about okay um real quick let's stop there i know i know i know i know We, we can all go through this 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 checklist of asking the questions why would you stay somewhere you didn't feel safe at well you probably can't afford to move maybe you're in the middle of lease you can't break your lease all that kind of stuff But let's take a look at the bigger picture here. Let's take the personal responsibility out of it for a second and put some community responsibility in there. What has happened to that community? That's an atrocity that somebody says they don't feel safe in the neighborhood in San Francisco, one of the biggest, most majestic cities this country had to offer for a long time. 
Now people don't feel safe there. I just got groceries. I'm walking out of the store and this guy is walking past me and says, move you stupid bitch. And he spits in my face, spits all over my face. And then I say, excuse me, did you just spit in my face? And he says, move or I'll rape you. Now, 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 the, the, the last part, that's terrible, but... <clears throat> Did you really need to ask if he spit in your face? You kind of knew the answer to that, didn't you? Are you being a little redundant there? Excuse me, did you just spit in my face? No, no, I was spitting in the other person's face. What's the answer to that supposed to be? I mean, yes, it catches you off guard, and you're like, whoa, hold on a second. I was waiting for that later tonight for my four or five dates that I have. Maybe he was upset that he had to answer such a stupid question, and that's why he said, move, bitch, or I'll rape you. Now, you shouldn't have had to do. I'm sorry, young lady, that you had to go through that. That is awful. And that is the world that we have now built for ourselves. Um. Speaking of that world, let's, uh, let's talk about somebody who represents that world who represents that world in a place called Congress, a woman by the name of Diane Feinstein. Now, I talked about this a little on Mikey's show. We didn't really get into it because the story broke Friday afternoon kind of on this. Should have caught the spit in her mouth and spit back in his face. Lady, you voted for this in San Francisco. Mm. Senator Diane Feinstein, who's 90 years old, has signed over her power of fucking attorney to her daughter, meaning that all cognitive concerns are handled by the daughter. I have a question to ask. How is she still a sitting United States senator? Does... When, when they have to vote, she has to have – I don't understand this. We, we have an elected official who can't make decisions for herself but can make decisions for the country? What am I missing? Because I have not seen any I, – I haven't seen anything saying that this needs to kick her out of office. This should kick her out of office. Um, fine seeing her daughter at odds with the three daughters of her access to her late husband's life insurance policy. They're also dueling over her desire to sell a beach house. Last week, she had to be told to say I when voting for a defense bill during the armed service markup. Um, how is it that we have a United States senator who is not allowed legally anymore to make decisions? Is her daughter going to vote for her in the Senate? I don't think she can. There's no way she can. This is this. This is why I say I do not tow any party lines. And Diane Feinstein is perfectly showing this. Look, I already know that when they take this old broad out of office, and it should be probably three days ago, 
they're going to replace her with another Democrat. And the, uh, this is not me saying I hope that a Republican can get in there because, no, it can't. The, a Republican will never get that seat. Okay? When they vote, they always vote Democrat, and that's why Dianne Feinstein was there when she was dating Jesus and cheating on him on the side with Moses. Where's Dan White when you meet him? Yes, that was horrible. Wow. That that right there. Whew. That's like that's like in that first Monday of January when you re, when you wish somebody a happy James Earl Ray Day. WWE has a transgender person, Gabby Tuft. Come on. We'll get to the trannies here in a little bit. I'm so sick of them, too. Uh, They've already done this with uh, Fetterman's wife. She fills out his paperwork, and he draws X for his signature. You know, I I really hope that you're kidding about that, but I, I, I would imagine that it's true. I mean... The Eagles are so much better... Then Eagles! They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. Not funny, haha, funny queer. Mm-hmm. And now there are two of them on the same side? You got Fetterman and Feinstein? Good lord. Jesus, Matt Hatter. <laughs> Martin Luther King had a dream. Germs are array at a Remington. Yikes. Fucking hilarious. Uh, As you know, I will keep an eye on this story because this is just fucking too stupid not to follow. Doesn't even have power over her own attorney, but she can fucking vote on projects for this country. Hmm. All right. Continuing the joke fest that is California and that is our our country. Remember last week uh, we talked about this. It was Friday that we talked about this. That Gavin Newsom and, and and Ron DeSantis have agreed to a debate on Fox News, and it's going to be um, it's going to be moderated by Sean Hannity, who's a an uber uber Republican. Um, Oski! Your wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast milk so good. Good morning, my friend. I hope that you're doing well. <clears throat> and I said that this is stupid because now we are really giving Gavin Newsom the national coverage that he so desires. Win or lose, he's winning because he's getting this national recognition. And if somehow he wins... He ends Ron DeSantis' campaign right then and there and boosts his own. And I told you guys, I told you, if something seems too good to be true, usually it is. Well, the debate between these two might not be happening. Gavin Newsom says, what a joke. In a statement in response to the proposal that DeSantis's team sent, um, it's littered with crutches to hide his insecurities and ineptitude, swapping open statements with a hypo video, cutting down the time needs to be on stage, adding cheat notes and cheering sections, 
Uh, Ron should be able to stand on his own two feet. It's no wonder Trump is kicking his ass. So now what they're going to do. Oh, wait, here we go. Here's a uh, DeSantis suggests four dates from September 19th, November 8th. Newsom wanted two in November. DeSantis wanted a live audience with 50-50 split, while Newsom said no live audience. DeSantis doesn't want opening remarks, while Newsom would like both participants to get four minutes. DeSantis pros they each submit a two-minute-long video that must be approved by Fox News before the debate. Um, the guy to get here is Gavin Newsom, and you're going to end up giving in to most of those. And which means he is now set up to win this debate. And I'm just going to tell you right now, he will. And I'm going to tell you why he will. He will because Sean Hannity doesn't have fucking teeth. He will because Ron DeSantis only has little baby teeth. Gavin Newsom, like him. I hate him. I think he's terrible. But he's got big old sharp fucking shark teeth. Gavin is like my herpes won't go away. Just kidding on the herpes. Uh-huh. Sure you are. Um, you are an Aggies fan after all. Um, if I'm Ron DeSantis, I say, no, I don't want any part of this. Back, But, but see, now then you look like the coward. You should have never even fucking come to him with this. This has got to be one of the biggest dummy, yeah, yeah, moves that, that that we've seen in politics. I I will say there is only one other that could do that could beat this. Ah! Ah! When Howard Dean fucked up and did that during his campaign, and the, America saw that, and they said, "What is wrong with this guy?" Congratulations, Ron DeSantis. You will still be the governor of Florida after the next election. Just saying. Oh, all right. We're almost done with California here. Almost. One more story. I, I find this to be hysterical. The Oakland NAACP calls for state of emergency over soaring crime rates. And blame the defund the police movement and Soros back DA Pamela Price for the violence. North Oakland has seen a 22% increase in robberies and an 18% increase in violent crimes this year. Um, question. How come the NAACP hasn't called Black Lives Matter yet? Why isn't BLM there cleaning up the streets of Oakland, ass family? This group has been set up to to show uh, pride and to help their fellow black men and black women of the community when we see stories like this. And they've accepted millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in donations. 
yet the NAACP has called for the state to issue a state of emergency? Where's BLM been? Huh? Why is it the state's fault now? You, you, you backed a district attorney that was backed by George Soros who wanted to defund police. Now, now, Oakland, I know. I know that I've done over a 1,000 shows, and I know it's hard to follow everything I say. This one's not too hard, and contractually, I'm going to have to play something here just for you, Oakland, and all you other wonderful cities that go to defund the police. When we talked about defunding the police, that doesn't mean, once again, we're taking away their helicopters or their their battering rams or any cool shit they have. No, 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 no. The first thing in defund the police thing is salary. That's right. That's the biggest piece of the police pie is salaries. So that'll be the first thing that we cut, which means there will be less officers on the streets. And with less officers on the streets, I do believe that I said this once before, we will see crime go up. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal people know me as you all know i am the most powerful man in media i i I truly am um by the way that one before i'm a big deal we usually play that for triple t triple t is in hawaii he's on vacation so triple t if you're listening somehow uh to this later in the day enjoy your vacation my friend you deserve it hey they legally voted in hitler too how'd that turn out yep well, see, at least, uh, here's the thing with Hitler. Hitler hit it pretty well. I mean, I, I, it, it takes a lot for me to stand up for Hitler. But at least he kind of hit it pretty well that he was a psychopath and wanted to murder Jews. First thing he said was he wanted to, to rebuild Germany and reestablish Germany. And then on the side it says, and kill Jews. But, but nobody was listening to the, and kill Jews. But then nobody had paid attention to that. They're like, what do you say? Oh, he wants to rebuild Germany. Because, you see, they were standing in soup kitchen lines, and they weren't used to it because we took the socialism aspect away from them after World War I. And Hitler says, no, no, I'm going to restore Germany back to the motherland that she is. And the German people are a proud people. If you know any Germans, you know they're proud Germans. They aren't very proud of that era. It's happening here. Look at the crime rates of cities like Chicago, San Francisco, Oakland. We didn't really have to look that close at Oakland. Look at New York City. I I mean... New York City! At one time, back before he went crazy and dyed his hair, Rudy Giuliani, when he was the mayor of New York, He pretty much made Times Square one of the safest places in the world to be. And at one time, in the 70s, not too long before him, it was nothing but a red light district. Drugs, prostitution, all kinds of shit was happening in Times Square. 
and they cleaned it up. Well, guess what? The prostitutes aren't back, but the crime sure is. And these cities like New York and Chicago that base a lot of their, uh, their revenue on tourism because they're amazing cities, and San Francisco even, you're going to see a gigantic downturn. My God, one of the biggest hotels in San Francisco has stopped paying their lease. The mall, the Westfield Mall, that's in the middle of Union Square, has stopped paying their lease. It's closed. Why? Because crime is at rampant. And do you remember when this all first started? Do you remember when all these robberies first started and where it was happening? It was happening at Walgreens. We talked about it on this show. I remember it. San Francisco Walgreens were getting looted. And do you remember what that donkey AOC said? AOC said this was them blaming that on their bad stock prices. She didn't believe in this. AOC did not believe that that was happening in San Francisco. We see it now weekly. Every time you turn on the news, you see a group of fucking teenagers. And this last thing that happened in New York City. New York City! Where this, uh, this YouTuber went and said that they were going to be giving away free PS5s. And 2,000 teenagers showed up. By the way, I'd like to point out something. And this is, this is very, very funny. If you think about it, most of these kids that turned up were African-American. They were black kids. The YouTuber in question who was arrested was black. Don't the Democrats tell us that black people, you know, with the voting and stuff, they can't use the Internet? They don't know how to use the Internet? Well, I, I just saw 2,000 Black teenagers getting into a giant brawl in the middle of New York on a Friday afternoon. You think that's going to help your tourism numbers? Of course not. Donkey is the original donkey before AOC, amen. You see the riots in New York uh, Times Square Friday? Apparently it started by a tick. Yeah. Every single place socialism has touched has turned to shit. Before people flap feathers and parrot Sweden and Norway, those aren't socialists. No. And the re and, and here here's the other thing, Ogre, about uh, Sweden and Norway. Those people have lived there for generations. This is the thing that we need to realize. This is the thing that Americans need to realize more than anything. Not everybody wants to be us. Sweden and Norway are happy living the life they live. They are happy with the government taking about seventy percent of their paychecks. They're happy because the government takes care of them. You see, they count on their government to work, and their government really kind of does work. You see, if we were to put that in the power of our government, nobody would get taken care of. In Sweden or Norway, I forget which one it is, because there's so much taxes there, most people lease their cars. Because like an average, I, I, I read this story about five years ago, and it was like a Honda Accord they were talking about. A Honda Accord, which is about, you know, fully loaded about thirty grand in America. In Norway, it's close to $85,000 due to all the taxes. So people lease the cars. That way they can, you drive them, and, and they don't have far to go. Norway and Sweden aren't that big. 
and they're happy living that life there. You see, when America comes into a place, and, and this is all our fault. I, this is why I don't go anywhere, and I can't wait for Tommy to go to Europe next year because it's going to be phenomenal, the international incident that he, he causes. Oh, I'm calling it right now. Yeah, that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead way in my predictions that my best friend will cause an international incident in Europe. Oh, wow. Actually, Sweden is 53, Norway's 22, Denmark's 52. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. See, they, they must have changed. But their government does the work for them. Corporate taxes are quite low. People are happy there. But see, when America goes into places, like when we go into the Middle East, let, let's pick on the Middle East, shall we? Let's have some fun. Let, let's make fun of them. Yeah, yeah, yes. We go there, and we see how they, they treat their women. We go, oh, how dare they? They make their women cover. Oh, my God, they're praying again. Oh, my God. You know what? They should get some Western civilization into them. Let's put some makeup on these ladies and give them driver's licenses and tell them they don't have to live by the law of religion. Let's, in, let's in fact, try to make them as American as we can and say, fuck all of your customs and cultural uh, 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 abilities and you need to do this now, otherwise we're not going to send you any aid. And we get so offended when they resist. I always like to tell people, well, what would you think if the Middle East came here to America and told women that they have to cover their faces? and they couldn't drive anymore, and they couldn't go to school. Don't you think that might be met with a little resistance? Mmm. That's when you see that light bulb start to flicker in people's head. They're capitalist countries but know how to invest and spend so much better than we can. Then again, their combined populations are smaller than New York City, so it's easier. Very, yeah, very true. B. Coop says, have you ever been there? Gorgeous. I, I, I hear that. I hear that Norway and Sweden are gorgeous all times a year. But we keep getting these stories that the crime is rampant in America. Well, yeah, because this is what, this is what the majority wanted. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of on my pulpit here today, and I hope you guys don't mind. Got a lot of you know, free thoughts going through my head here. Have we gotten to a point where, and, and I'm asking this seriously, have we gotten to a point where it's not okay to be wrong anymore? We should be dumping the homeless and the criminals by <laughs> over there, problem solved. Well, Arnie, uh, you did say that we would honor their cultures by honor killings. Hey, now, now I would, I would be in favor of that. I would look into that one. Give me that brochure. Oh, I got a couple people that I put on the chopping block right away. Not even who you think. The problem is, is that 
that side sees that this is bad. The defund the police movement was a bad idea. It, and I got to say real quick, just, just on the record, I never thought it was a good idea. I always thought it sounded bad. I thought it always sounded stupid to defund the police. Really. And I think there are people that are on that side that are like, well, but man, we can't lose face. It's okay to lose face. It's okay. Buy it back. Say you were wrong. See, there used to be a point in this country where you could say you were wrong and you were not canceled for being wrong. And I'm talking about just being wrong about an idea or a thought or something. I'm not talking about being wrong by sexually assaulting someone. Yes, you should be canceled if you sexually assault or make someone feel less than than they are because you're a big wig at a movie theater or a movie a movie studio, and you want some gal to be in your movie, but uh, to get in the movie she got to lick your balls, and you're a fat slob. Yes, you should be in jail. Defund the police. We just want to continue to be law-breaking thugs. Well, it's going to catch up to us. I'm just going to tell you right now, it's going to catch up to you. You people that like to shop in high-end stores, you people that like to to shop in even targets, it's going to catch up to you until something is done. I don't know what that is. I do know what it is, but I know that no store will do it because – Interesting uh, discussion I had with a friend of mine the other day. With, with my, I think it was with Mikey. Um, it's okay to rape and spit when the bitch is holding up the line in a San Francisco grocery store. Remember the video that Stackar put up? Because I'll give Stackar the credit because that was the first time I saw it. And it was a Seven Eleven shockingly in Stockton where it has a sign that says, at least we're not Fallujah. And Fallujah has one that says, at least we're not Stockton. Where a dude walked into the the 7-Eleven there, and he was stealing all these cigarettes. And he's telling these two guys behind the counter, you can't do anything, police can't do anything, I'm getting $900 worth of stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he's dumping all these cigarettes into a trash can. Somebody's filming him, and they're watching him. Until one of the 7-Eleven employees stops him, and the other one takes his fucking stick. I mean, this uh, this was like a pole and just beats the living dog shit out of him. Now, we were all laughing about that. We were all saying, hell yeah, this is awesome. This is fantastic. We all know what's going to happen, right? I, I don't, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer here. I, I, I don't want to be the... You know those guys are going to get sued. You know that he, the, the guy that was robbing them is going to sue them. And since it went viral, oh, he's going to win. He's going to win, win overwhelmingly. Millions of dollars. Because we've allowed that. We've allowed that. Now, do I think that every kid that, that, that steals a candy bar from 7-Eleven should get beaten with a stick like that? Well, no. But you should be able to fucking grab that kid by the arm, pull him inside, and call his parents or call the police. And the police take him back to his parents' house, teach him a lesson. 
That's what I think should happen. But you can't touch a kid. And the police aren't going to come out for a candy bar anymore because they've been told not to. But you see, it starts with the candy bar. And it escalates. The more times people look away, you're, this, is, this, is the only, this is the only logical step. This is like a serial killer. This is why they up their killings. It's because they need something else to fulfill that gratification. And I'm not saying it's all sexual gratification, but it's gratification. So you steal a candy bar one day. Next thing you steal is maybe a bicycle. Then maybe a car. And then maybe, maybe you rob a liquor store. Maybe in the process of robbing the liquor store, you fire the gun, but you don't hurt anybody, but you like the power that that gun gives you. And then you move on. And it maybe could have all been thwarted with that initial call on the candy bar. I'm not saying it is. Just saying we've seen it, and this is what happens. And we're stupid for allowing it to continue to happen. Uh, yes, I do think kids should be beaten like that for stealing. A little fuck might get get it hardwired early not to do that. Well, that's what that, that's what I'm talking about. See, we got to start early, but we don't. We let them get away with everything, and now it's fucking mayhem. It's mayhem and stupidity. Speaking of mayhem and stupidity, that's what the name of the show should be called for the fucking view. During the Friday episode of The View, multiple hosts berated colleagues Alyssa Farrah Griffin for refusing to support President Biden's re-election bid. She's a fucking Republican. How stupid has this show gotten? Here, I'll play the clip for you. My name is Elke Vogelsang, and I'm a pet photographer from Hildesheim, Germany. From the very first day... I would not let her fucking film my pets. Looks like she's in some sort of chamber or something pet photographer from Germany, uh-huh. I've heard that one before. Wait, hold on, here we go. 41% approval and the credit for that. Only 40 seem to be getting the credit for that. Only 41% approval. Is it because they think he's old? Because I don't see anything else they can point to with, with him particularly. Well, it's a question for Democrats. But I think well, no, it's a question for you, really, because right. you said you would not well, vote Well, she's not voting. No, I'm not. No, but, no, but you said you would not vote about vote my vote, one vote. Um, I, I Every would, vote I'm not, counts, and your vote counts, and I'm going to say it again, but I know you don't want to hear it. Why do your candidate not doing better with Democrats. That's who he needs but, to win. But, yeah. and because they think voters. he's old. That's why. No, oh, well, that's Trump. Because, Trump is, because, no, listen, but he's Democrats, not. Listen, you I am the same age as country. Joe Biden. Biden is not doing poorly because I won't vote for Joe Biden. Let me just make that abundantly clear. <laughs> you have to. How goddamn stupid is that? You're not going to vote for Joe Biden? No, she's a Republican, stupid. How would that question have been asked the other way around if the the cute Republican girl... And why is it that all the Republican girls that end up on that show are halfway decent looking? You know, the Democrats are fucking hogs. Donald, good morning, my friend. Real solution to stopping crime in your store, use pepper spray. The non-lethal one still stops the crime in progress. Hey, I look. I I I applaud everybody for fighting back. I think you should. I think it's the only way to win this country back. 
but you have morons that are on television, and people watch television, and they pay attention. Well, they don't pay attention to it. They see it, and they go, well, Whoopi Goldberg said this, and she's been on TV a long time, so that means she's probably trusted. You're not going to support You're not going to support Joe Biden? No, I'm not going to support Joe Biden. I think he's a worthless hump. And I'm a Republican. I've done Republican shit on this show, dummies. If I were to come out and go, oh, yeah, I support Joe Biden. What? I mean, seriously. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust. I mean. And there's still, we're still feeling the profound loss of the pandemic, as I mentioned, of over 100 people dead. Mm. That's 100 empty chairs around the kitchen table. Biggest kitchen table in the world. Man, oh man, 100 people around the kitchen table, my mom would not be happy. Ha ha ha, what a great old school mobster story. He really, he is a hump. It's all that guy is. And he has a chance of winning the President of the United States again. I, I see his chances fading, but it could happen. All right. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Now, if you listen to the first part of the show, you heard me start off with two live songs. We're going to try to do a live music week. All this week, live songs, live recordings. There you go. I hope you enjoy. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a-coming, it's rolling around a bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison and time keeps dragging on But that train keeps a-rolling on down to San Antonio When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me down the line far from 
Folsom Prison That's where I want to stay And I'd let that lonesome whistle Blow my blues away Shaking. Where's Kid Rock at? Let's do a whole lot of shaking. You ready?
State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. Live music all week. Well, live recorded music. But you see, it was a live show. Like... The, the Outlaws and Angels, live at Wiltern Theater in Los Angeles. Kid Rock, Jerry Lee Lewis, Willie Nelson, Hank Jr. live, Johnny Cash live at Folsom Prison, probably the greatest live album ever. There you go. All week. We're going we're gonna to try all week to do that. Today, I have to uh, announce that I will never, ever, 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 I do have a caveat. Pay attention or care again about NASCAR. Not even when the Daytona 500 comes out. Unless they change NASCAR to the Dale Earnhardt Tribute Society, which they won't do because it's not NASCAR anymore. It's not Dale's NASCAR. If Dale Earnhardt were to somehow come out and say, hey, I was in hiding for a while. I'm going to start driving again. I'm 81 years old, but I don't care. I might watch. But after what happened this weekend in NASCAR, I am done. Absolutely, positively done. Over the weekend, NASCAR and Legacy Motor Club suspended driver Noah Gregson. Now, what did he do? Did he soup up his car? Nope. Did, 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 did he crash somebody on purpose? Nope. Hmm. That's where. Oh, oh, uh, substance violation. Nope. Did he do something to NASCAR that made this line so popular in Days of Thunder? We end up looking like a monkey fucking a football out there. Hmm. Nope, not really. What did he do? Are you ready for the, Are you geared up for this? This is an atrocity. This is a war crime. He was on social media this weekend, and he liked a meme that was making fun of George Floyd. That's right. He liked a meme that showed George Floyd's face on a crab, and it said, under the knee, under the knee. Now, I got to say, I think it's funny. I think, I think it's real funny. I don't know why it took him so long to like it. But NASCAR said, oh, mister, you are suspended immediately because your actions do not represent the values of this team. NASCAR then announced an indefinite suspension for Gregson for violating the member conduct section of the NASCAR rulebook. You're taking away somebody's dream because they hit the thumbs up button on a meme. I don't want anything to do with you, NASCAR. I, I don't even know who you are anymore. Do you realize that that your entire your entire worth, your entire foundation was built on running illegal moonshine? That people were killed over? 
do, do you not realize that? And this guy liked a meme. And he's suspended. You have drivers that have beaten their wives, that gotten away with it, that have have done a lot of notorious things off the track, and you've put up with it. But liking a meme. And by the way, real fast, real real fast, I, uh, counting out Bubba Wallace, of course, who has completely integrated NASCAR. Who are you suspending him for? This is like Morgan Wallen apologizing for saying the N-word. Who's he apologizing to? Are your throngs of black fans coming today and saying thank you for that? Because i got to say something. I do know that there are black fans of NASCAR, but they seem to be on the right side of things. And I would imagine they would probably find the meme of George Floyd funny as well because they believe in law and order. You've taken this guy's career, his life away from him. You have ruined him because he liked a meme. Ken Dog says, I got suspended from Twitter for blasting NASCAR about this yesterday. Well, we know George Floyd's death was more important than MLK's, according to Biden. That's what, yeah, I mean, just say it, Arnie. It, say what? What do, you, what do you want me to say? That this is fucking ridiculous? That this is stupid? That, that all this is is pandering? You don't have black fans. You are pandering to a minority again. NASCAR, look at Bud Light. Now, if you want to reprimand the young man for this, if you want to suspend him for a race or fine him for code not uh, conduct, if you want to do that, that's fine. You've ended him. You've ended his life. He has spent his entire life learning how to be a NASCAR driver. This is not something that you pick up when you're done with the military. You don't all of a sudden get out of the military and go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to race cars. You just don't say that. Larry Flynn of Hustler went to the Supreme Court to defend our right to make a public comment and support freedom of speech. Can't touch the thumbs up. Yeah. Maybe apologize to Brad Doherty. Maybe. Yeah, I know he's a NASCAR guy. He probably would have found it funny, too. Might want to apologize to Michael Jordan and Bubba Wallace, of course. Bubba Wallace, who has completely changed NASCAR now. I, I, I see all the inner city kids running around in Bubba Wallace shirts, and they're all driving souped-up cars. Nobody's playing basketball anymore. They're all driving cars. Wait, I thought race car driver was something you did. You just did. I'd want you to do if you wanted to. Yeah. So because he liked the meme, he's no longer a driver. Oh, God. You got to love America. You got to love America in 2023. Yeah, I... I once again, we will not talk about NASCAR on this show ever again. Unless once again. Uh, unless once again, Dale Earnhardt comes out of a, a field and says, I'm driving. And he's got the old gargoyle sunglasses on. He's got that trademark mustache. 
He's got the number three car. That's all I want. George Floyd is a turd, not a hero. Stinkfist says, fuck Richard Petty. Bubba's the GOAT now. Yeah, and, I mean, he hasn't even had to win anything. Has Bubba Wallace won a race? I, I, I Honestly, I, I'm, I'm asking, has he actually won a real race, or is he the new Danica Patrick? You remember how NASCAR tried to do that, too? Remember how they tried to force-feed Danica Patrick down everybody's throats? Nobody took it because she couldn't win. She was fucking horrible. She was probably the worst race car driver next to Dick Trickle. No, I think he finished fourth once. So so we, we, we changed all the rules for NASCAR for a guy who finished fourth once. I love it. I love it. Absolutely, positively love it. I couldn't be prouder to be a sports fan today. Oh, I got this story yesterday, and uh, Iraya sent me this story as well because she's a big Harry Potter fan. Harry Potter has done nothing but besmirch the woman that, that wrote it, J.K. Rowling's, ever since this whole transgender bullshit started. J.K. Rowling's, who said that she doesn't. She knows that these these people can't have periods and all this kind of stuff. She pretty much came out and said, "Where where where do I have that? Oh, this is for that guy who says I, I played nothing but three and a half hours of sound effects. So I got to make sure that I have plenty of sound effects in there." Um, crap. Death and drops. No, not in death drops. Good mornings. No, not good mornings. Hold on, I'll find it here. You know I'll find it. Not in that one. This, this, how about music beds? There it is. Only girls can grow up to be the mummies. Only boys can grow up to be the daddies. Has there been a, a big uptick in, in the talk of canceling Mr. Rogers reruns? Do they still show Mr. Rogers? Well, J.K. Rowling is taking another hit from critics, blasting her as transphobic, and at this time, all references to her and items regarding her have been scrubbed from Seattle's Museum of Pop Culture. Oh, the project manager at the museum identifies as transgender using he-they pronouns, blasted Rowling as a cold, heartless, joy-sucking entity while further accusing the vocal feminist of touting transphobic viewpoints. Then don't put up her fucking work. You can't put up Harry Potter without J.K. Rowling then. You can't have it both. This is what, this is the part that fucking makes me the maddest. We're still going to put Harry Potter up in places, but not the woman. And by the way, if you knew her story, you would go, holy shit. This woman lived in her car when she came up with the idea of that book. And then went on to be a global phenomenon. And this is even before the movies came out. And we have to scrub her from everything? How about we find out some things on some old school people? I don't know, like, I don't know, Bill Shakespeare. How about we find out what his deep, dark, dirty secrets were and cancel him over everything? 
So the next time you see Romeo and Juliet, we've scrubbed it of William Shakespeare. Arnie, did you just compare? Yes, I did. I compared them both to each other because it's the exact same thing. She put out an amazing literature book, and that's what Shakespeare used to do. And writers of their time, they put out this wonderful literature for generations to enjoy. And I do believe that people will be enjoying Harry Potter for a long time. Is it on the same work of Romeo and Juliet? Probably not. But modern times, yes. But you're going to scrub it because she doesn't believe that men can become women and women can become men. Well, if they're going to scrub her, you might as well scrub my name from everything that has my name on it because I don't buy it either. This is more stupidity. This is, this is, these are the same assholes that want to end oil and they think they're going to get their way by ruining works of art or gluing themselves to the street or, or, or any of the ways that they're causing all this chaos right now. I'll tell you right now, and, and, and I, this is a promise. If I ever get to get take a shot at one of these end oil now people or these environmentalists that are throwing oil and, and paint on, on Rembrandts and things like that, if I ever get to take a shot at one of them, I am. If they glue themselves to the floor, that means they're going to get punched repeatedly and they can't do anything about it because something's got to give. And you know what? It's going to be me. And I'll happily go to jail on an assault charge because I imagine that those people will be coming to the jail as soon as they get them unglued, which means when I get in jail, I'm really going to fuck them up. Make mental health facilities great again. This is getting nuts. It, it Whitewashed, it is so stupid. Spock is rolling in his grave. It's not the needs of the one that outweigh the needs of many. Oh, but it is. Oh, big-ass fan, that's such a great way to put it right there, especially with the peanuts above you because I can think of it when we started it. We started it, and, and, and honestly, I, I blame the whole peanut situation. You remember, you remember being in school. Hold on a second here. Let, let, let's go back to a time when we, we had fun in life and, and could actually live. Back when we were in high school. Or, 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 or junior high or elementary school. You remember how the cafeteria was set up? You had all your tables in there in the cafeteria. You had your lines that you could go into, you get the, the lunch. Then you had the faculty tables, and then you had the special needs kids' tables, and then there were another group of tables. And those tables were for kids who probably were sick all the time, who couldn't eat around other kids. They had to sit over there. Now, we make fun of them. We made fun of everybody. We made fun of the retard tables. We made fun of the popular kids' tables. We started food fights and but you see, that one kid who couldn't be around peanuts, he had to sit over there. Because how can you tell an entire school not to bring or eat peanuts, like peanut butter and jelly? But then fast forward to about the year 2005, 2006, when 
schools were sending home brochures, uh, make sure your kids' teeth are brushed before they come to school if they eat any peanuts because there's one kid in school that has a peanut allergy. One kid. You can't get peanuts on flights anymore. This is why I like to go on flights with Reese's peanut butter cups, open them up, and I turn my air thing on, and I spray that peanut scent around. In case anybody's got peanut allergies, here's to you, assholes. But that's the world we live in. I don't like it. It's going to take a metamorphic change to change things, but I'm ready. I'm telling you right now, this Lizzo story is becoming one of my favorite stories of all time. We have an update. So, you know, you know, the first thing that came out was that Lizzo was trying to get backup dancers, who, by the way, were all fat. Yes, I need to point that out. It's a big part of the story. Uh, but but she tried to get her fat backup dancers in Amsterdam to catch dildos that were being shot, a hoo- shot out of hoo-hahs and also eat bananas that were stuck in hoo-hahs. And they spoke out about it, and they're suing her over it. Well, then she came out, and, and uh, she, she, she wrote it all out. I thought it was weak what she did. She wrote it all out on, like, her Instagram page, and it said... <laughs> Pretty much she did not, she didn't really, she didn't cop to it. She just snorted around it and saying how, you know, people know her sexually. Well, well, the lawyer for the backup dancers says more people have called him with claims about the star. Behind closed doors, this is the way is. <laughs> uh, let's see. Zambrano says that more people have come forward since telling Nationwide, now that this is out, the cat is out of the bag, people are coming forward and going, you know what? I went through that too. Plaintiffs in the suit named are Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez. Oh, here's the video of this guy. Let's play this guy. My daughter's fine since kindergarten, supposedly has a butte peanut allergy. She's 18, and just a couple weeks I asked her, so what happens if you I was surprised, by the way, at the skepticism uh, just because of our general culture. It probably is that it is hard to believe that someone who has made part of their reputation on breaking barriers of fat-shaming and body-shame... They should be believed because it's something that's their truth. Uh, that's something that may ring hollow to other people, but their experience is their experience. We've all had the saying heard, said to us, you shouldn't meet your heroes. And unfortunately for my clients, that's what happened here. Oh, boy. This is going to get ugly. This is going to get ugly. I'm, I'm betting. I'm going to tell you this right now. If this goes to court, somebody's getting hit in the head with a chicken wing. Maybe a turkey leg. I don't know. But they will be eating during this court arraignment. Uh, my daughter's friend since kindergarten had a peanut allergy. She's 18 now, and just a couple weeks ago, I asked her, what happens if you eat or exposed to peanuts? She said, I don't know. I've never had a reaction. I said, never? She said, never. I said, then how do you know you're allergic? She said, my mom said I was when I was a baby. 
You should have given her some damn peanuts in, Stink Fist. Gotta love how many uh, lib preach evolution, but do everything they can to keep nature from running its course. Amen to that. Oh, this Lizzo. I want Lizzo to lose everything. I think that that would be so fantastic. She fat, she, she would come out and give all these bullshit statements and she'd be in bikinis and fat girl summer, all this about that, and then she fat shamed? I think that you should love the body that you have, and if you want to fat shame other people, you go right ahead and do it. I don't care. But don't come out and say, oh, I was fat shamed. I was fat shamed. I don't care that I was fat shamed because I was fucking fat. Still am. And I still make fun of people that are fatter than me, like Lizzo. I'm allergic to trannies. I think she will try and settle out of court. Boy, that's going to be a lot of ham hocks right there. I'll give you 600 million ham hocks. James Dewan is not a Lizzo fan. That's weird. He died of Alzheimer's. Good Lord, and the shit she wears on stage, God, that is not body positive. That is body. Blech. I love it. I love every second of this. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because it, it's the, um, the elite of the world that are getting knocked down a peg. Because, oh, Lizzo thought she was elite. Big old stinky cooter. Oh, God, that thing has got to be fucking rancid. I'm going to butter your bread. I mean, I just, I, I think about this story and just laugh. I mean, that's just, that would be somebody, like, that. Would, it's honestly like a white person fighting for civil rights. And then you catch them using the hard R ending. <laughs> In their regular life. You're like, wait a second, what was that? But once again, not allowed to make. Now, this is more than a mistake. You're asking, you're fat shaming people that you, you've spent your entire life saying, oh, I was fat shaming. Now you're fat shaming. And then you're wanting to catch dildos from some dirty Amsterdam stripper's cooch. But first, I want to buddy on my weird science. Need some words, Arn. I got 62 months, and I'm running out of reasons to make it 63. <laughs> oh, yeah, look, look, big-ass fan, let me, let me just tell you. Let, let me just tell you. You can make it 63 because the world, they, this, is the, this is what I find, honestly, big-ass fan, and I talked about this with Mikey the other night. Um, my job has become so easy and entertaining with the world that we have in front of us now. Where I, I stopped asking the question a long time ago, what's next? Because the world will happily show us what's next each and every turn. And each and every turn, it gets more stupid, but yet to me more entertaining is because the, I can sit here and talk about it and I don't have to be a part of that world. So right there, that's, a, that's why I would give you make it 63, make it 64, because you don't know what's next. They use the hard R ending, and then their wives hit them with a wine rack. <laughs> 
Man, I don't know why you would say something that crazy. That's like bringing up James Doohan. I mean, but 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 thank you, Stackar, and good morning, my friend. Now, now we have some awesome news here to report, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Oh, and 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 yes, we do have fight videos today. It has been set up, or it's still in the phrase, as Elon Musk says the fight against Mark Zuckerberg will be live-streamed on X. Or Twitter, whatever it's called now. Um, They will go to uh, charity for veterans. All the proceeds are going to charities for veterans. I love it. No date has been set for the fight, but the location will be the UFC Apex in Nevada. Both men have been training, and Musk has been updating his followers on how he's doing. Lifting weights throughout the day, preparing for the fight. Don't have time to work out, so I just bring them to work. Oh, I love it. I love it. Boy, when we get to date on this, I can't wait. Wait, Ken Dog, what'd you send me here? Let's see here. Oh, 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 I have it. Uh, Ken Dog, hold on a second here. I got to delete you. I got to delete you here because I don't want people seeing this fight before before we get it started. I'm going to do the fights here in just a second. Let me let me get done with this story. Um, I like the fact that Elon's working out now and he's getting stronger because I, I believe that, that Mark Zuckerberg just got his blue belt. Congratulations on the blue belt, little girl. I mean, I mean Mark Zuckerberg. This is what I want. See, see here. Here's the thing. Elon's from Africa. We know the African-Americans can fight. I mean, look at the long line of African-American fighters that we've had. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Thomas Hearn. Sugar Ray Leonard. Mike Tyson. What did they have in common with Elon Musk's? They are African-American, and so is he. The old thing we used to say when there was a fight, especially a heavyweight fight, if it was a white guy against a black guy, put all my money on the black guy. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, put all my money on the African-American. I'm saying it like we did back in the day. Ooh, a blue belt. So is my 10-year-old. AIG has his purple belt, Dr. Pepper. You're damn right. Just telling you right now, I always bet on the African-American when it comes to a fight. Now, speaking of fight videos, since it wasn't quick enough, Kendall, just kidding. We have not one, but two. And I'll start with the first one that, that, that Ken Dog put up. Fight happened the other night in Major League Baseball, and it was phenomenal. It was between uh, Tim Anderson with the Chicago White Sox and Jose Ramirez from the uh, Cleveland Indians. I'm sorry, the Guardians, that stupid name. Maybe uh, Mr. Anderson was beating him up because he's tired of calling him the Guardians. No, what it was is Tim Anderson's an infielder, and he tags really hard. It kind of kind of bullshit tag, kind of gamesmanship type deal. And it happened when he slid into second base the other night when Ramirez slid in. Here's the play. First base, fair ball, tracing the paint to the right field corner. 
Colas has a shot at him. Oscar's throw. Save. He tried to tag him in the top. face. And he Ramirez is like, hey, man, what are you doing? What are you doing? Now he pushed him. Now here we go. Oh, the, oh their gloves are off. Here we go, throwing. Boom, there's Ramirez. Oh, right hand. Go, Anderson's down. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Anderson got knocked the fuck out. Jim Anderson out because you don't want a lengthy suspension. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Eddie the fight Rodriguez continues. Is in there. With DeMarlo, with DeMarlo Hale. Hale. Now the coaches are getting into it. Evidently, oh my goodness, Mike Sarbaugh now getting after Pedro Griffol. You don't want to do that. Spilling into foul territory in as long of a brawl as you're going to see in Major League Baseball nowadays. And it's, and it's not over. No, it's still going on. And there's still a few guys ready to unload some punches in this one. Well... No, oh, here goodness. comes Anderson. Anderson somebody somebody got Anderson the fucking again. smelling salts. And Andrew Vaughn is having to restrain him. Anderson got knocked out. <laughs> Jose Ramirez throws this wild right hand, and it hits, it hits Tim Anderson right on the chin, as they would say in the business, right on the button. And down went Anderson. Ruffet Odor still has the best right cross in baseball history. They, they, now, now that is true when he knocked down uh, what's his, uh, the, the dude from Toronto, the home run dude. Uh, he fucking whooped his ass, but this was a pretty good knockdown fight. Now, there is another fight that is making its way. This so far, this is, I would have to say, this next fight might be our candidate for fight of the year. Um, a massive brawl breaks out on an Alabama dock as a dispute over boat parking leads to a melee. Oh, and, oh here we go. There, okay, now let me set the stage. It's a white guy against a black guy to start things out. Okay, white guy and black guy going at it. Regular old thing here. Okay, white guy, black guy. Oh, there's another white guy getting involved. Oh, there's a third white guy, a fourth white guy. Oh, this is not seeing a fifth, sixth, seventh white guy. Seven white guys are beating this one black guy up. Oh, here comes another black guy to the rescue. He's outnumbered. He's trying to stop things. We see another black guy running in. Oh, my God, there's a black guy swimming. Holy Lord, a black guy is swimming. Boy, you don't want that guy getting out of the water. If he's going to take his life in his hand by swimming over to the fight, this is going to get good. Oh, there's a couple more black people that have shown up. Oh, things have evened up. My God, the fisticuffs are flying now. Good God Almighty. This is a slobber knocker like in a beer joint in Muskogee on a Saturday night. Women are fighting now. Women! Oh, this is definitely fight of the year. A gal is getting pounded in the head, and not the good way. Now they threw her in the water! Good God Almighty, they threw her in the water! Holy shit! Wow! Oh, the boat dot fight is the definitely the leader for fucking fight of the year. I have not watched the... I did not watch the entire video until just then. When they threw somebody in the water... I mean, some, a black guy swam. Do you know how dangerous that is? 
I had to pause this and go eat some popcorn. Don says, oh, my God. That's looking at a little Rodney Kingish. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it started out really like that. I mean. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. And then Rodney King's kin showed up. One swam there. Boy, that guy's swimming. If, if I saw that, I'd be gone. I'd be like, this is going to get bad. Uh, and before the blacks claim white supremacy. Good fights last week, and those chicks before Diaz were brawling. Oh, okay. Uh, Black Tower says, and someone brought cornbread. Good God almighty, it's buttered in half. Whew. Damn, that was good. That was what, that's what I'm talking about, people. Now, now, look here. It's candidate for fight of the year. We all know that the rules state that usually it's fight of the year if the kids get to see it. I didn't see a lot of kids there. That's the one thing I'll take back from that. I love that. That boy's swimming. Ooh, that boy's swimming over to get there. I was like, oh, shit. If I saw that, I'd be gone. Now, if you were in Michigan this weekend and you went to the Tuscola County Fair or the Oakland County Fair, you might want to get checked out because... At those two fairs this weekend, something bad happened. The first two humans who were infected with dawn flu in 2023. I, I'm, I'm sorry. It, it, it more, it, it's the U.S. <laughs> flu. The swine flu. I'm, I, 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 I'm used to calling it the dawn flu. Um, two people in Michigan have been diagnosed with swine flu after attending fairs. The patients who infections are not linked to one another caught different strains. Now, now, were they were they getting it on with the pig? I mean, were they doing a little? Were they, did they have a little private dancer moment with the pig? The infections come amid the unprecedented influenza outbreak in animals that have many experts fearful for the spillover into people that we too could be suffering <laughs> flu. I, I don't think it's going to be that bad. If only two people were there, I imagine there were a lot more than two people that went to county fairs this weekend in Michigan. But only two people. The donkey flu, yes. The, the or, or, or also known as <laughs> flu. I, I mean, that's what it could be known as. So there you go. So if you're in Michigan right now, get watch yourself. If you listen to a terrible radio show, you too could have <laughs> flu. Last story this uh, second break here. Um, this is funny. <laughs> a Lufthansa pilot is not having a good day. He was having a bad day. Flight 306. He got frustrated. The pilot got frustrated on a flight from Frankfurt and was not able to land at the Fontanrosso Airport in Catalina on the island of Sicily. So, the pilot had to fly. Uh, he, he had to waste some fuel, so he had to fly in a pattern, and he did fly in a pattern. A 15-mile pattern shaped just like a penis. That's right. They traced it on the thing. It looks like a cock and balls. I will share the story with you. That's the biggest penis I've ever seen. 
That penis is 15 miles. If it's a if it's an inch. When asked about it, the uh, the the flight the, the the flight command said boys have penises and girls have diabetes. See, once again, that doesn't fit there. I mean, Jesus Christ, can't land when the Catalina fucking wine mixer is going. V. Coop says, "Dick move." That really is. <laughs> Lusanza blamed wind shear for the diverted flight and unusual pattern. Due to wind shear, it's not possible to proceed with the landing approach to Catalina. Therefore, the captain had to fly a holding pattern and made his approach again without success. He then flew to Malta, refueled, and approached from a different direction. It just so happens to look like cock and balls. That guy knew exactly what he was doing. I'm going to tell you this right now. I know how this happened. This is how it happened. And I learned this in the news industry. You guys know how much I love watching local news. They don't do it much anymore. But you know at the end of a newscast when they do the live pullback shot and you can see a part of the whole studio and sometimes you see like a window behind the newsroom, and you see people in there. Newsrooms will call one another, and they'll say, hey, I'll buy you a beer if you do a walkthrough tonight. And being in the, when when I I worked in TV, this is how it works. So when I worked at Channel 2, and it was cool because they, they had a sliding screen door that you got into the studio with. It was like airtight and sound tight and all that kind of stuff, right? But it was all windows and all glass over there. So when they would pull the cameras back to do the big, the big shot at the end when they're doing credits, you could see a part of the newsroom. And the, the truth is that there are TVs everywhere in the newsroom. And you know exactly what's happening when it's happening. And we used to get calls, hey, I'll buy you a beer tonight if you do a walkthrough. And usually you'd get yelled at if you did a walkthrough. People would, they, they knew what they were doing, but it always happened. So this is what happened. This guy bet something. He bet another pilot. Look here. I bet you next time I get a holding pattern, I can draw a dick. All right, I'll take you up on it. And now he's he he's winning his bet. He might lose his pilot's license, but hey, what's more important? He won the bet. That's right. All right, 775-357-FANS. That's the number. Radio one at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Um, live music continues. Oh, these are going to be good. Check this out. So let's rock and roll all night and party every day.
Guitar.
If I think about you, I think about love, baby, baby, baby. If I live without you, I live without love. And if I had a sun and moon, the day won't shine. You know.
877-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Rhino says, looks like I missed most of a great show. Monday business off. Back at my desk. what I miss? Oh, Rhino, you missed the boat dog fight. You missed the black one man. <laughs> That's a perfect name for him. Uh, by the way, you didn't miss anything. All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com and you can download the show. The, uh, if you want to see the video, um, it's it's down a little bit here on the Mixler board. Uh, right under V Coop says, that's looking a little Rodney King-ish. Uh, check that out, but you'll have to download the show to hear my, uh, my, my play-by-play on that, especially when the dude is swimming across to get into the fight. It's pretty fantastic. Now, um, welcome back to the show here on a Monday. Hope that you're doing good. We've got one more segment to go today. Uh, Fred, whoa, Fred, 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 Fred. My opinion's the only one that counts. Fred says, I missed a lot too, been puking my guts out, but I'm here for the last hour. All right, well, I hope you feel better. I mean, I know that it's your big week. It's hot August nights. It's where everybody with their souped up cars, they drive two miles an hour in, in Reno. Fantastic. Woo, salute. This is my most hated week in Nevada. I mean, I, I look forward more to the fucking balloon races, and that's tragic, too. But, man, oh, man, I used to get mad at them old cars. Um, something that I get mad at now, and, and I don't get mad at it, I just laugh. And, see, when I, when I joked earlier about my best friend causing an international incident when he goes to Europe next year, I full-on believe that he will. That's how much faith I have in Tommy. And it, it won't be something that will, like, you know, that, that, that'll be too horrible. But it won't be anything stupid like this. See, lately we've been getting these stories about these assholes that like to go to the Coliseum. And they like to etch their names into the Coliseum, which is 2,000 years old. Well, now we got a new one. And it's not that new because I did a story about this a couple months ago. An unaware, uh, unaware tourist was in Budapest over the weekend. And this Budapest tourist, this tourist said, oh, blimey. I don't even know where they're from. They're not saying where this person's from. Um. She goes there and she goes, oh, I want to get a picture here by the Danube River. And, oh, wow, let's, let's take it right here where all these iron shoes are. Where they're cemented next to the river. And she's standing there for a while and her husband's trying to take a picture there. Now, usually people don't take pictures of there. No, instead, usually what visitors do is they leave flowers in the iron shoes that adorn the promenade, or they light candles as a sign of respect for the hundreds of Jews that were shot there during World War II. The woman wearing a black and white polka dot dress uh, 
danced and walked in between the flowers and candles scattered across 60 pair of shoes. It's also known as the Shoes on the Danube Bank. Stands in memory of Jews who were shot by members of the Arrow Cross Party. Uh, Triple Mama 5, good morning to you. And uh, no, they're not saying where she's from yet. Now, the last two idiots, one was from Great Britain who scratched his name and his uh, fiance's name into the Coliseum. The other was a... a I forget where she was, but they haven't been Americans yet that have been caught. The good thing about Americans is usually we get away with it. Someone wrote in on the pictures. I've been there and simply can't understand how anyone wouldn't know exactly what it was. Bronze shoes from the 30s, 40s facing a river. In 1944, Nazis deposed Mikos Horthy's government in Hungary, bringing in power the anti-Semitic and fascist leader Fernek Salzane. He and the Arrow Cross Party instilled fear into the fabric of Hungarian society during the war. They would tie their Jewish victims, both adults and children, together with shoestrings. They would kill one at a time with the others watching and falling into the river. And this gal had to get a picture there. Now, (laughs) did she goose step down to the water? Now, you remember a few months ago, there was a couple that was actually sitting on the train track. And this was, a, this was a couple from Great Britain, too. I remember this. So not yet another American, Triple Mama 5. They were sitting on the train tracks that led into Auschwitz, and they decided to take a selfie there. I got, I, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Now, first of all, I understand that a lot of people go to these camps and they want to they embark on his, they want to see history, they want to see the, the bad parts of history, and I, I, I understand that. Taking a selfie at Auschwitz, now I, I don't know if you're doing that per, for, for preservation purposes or the fact that you think you're funny. As somebody who's really funny, who... who, who who knows where a line can be drawn sometimes. I got to say, that, that taking a selfie at Auschwitz is not funny. Like, if you were to get beaten by the guards while taking a, a selfie at Auschwitz, now that would be funny. That's just one of those things that you just look at and go, Ugh. Now, a Jewish comedian could get away with it. Maybe she thought there was World War II victims, did duck faces and peace signs and mug for the newspaper. Yeah, that's what they were doing, all right. (sighs) Who was it earlier? Big ass fan? Big ass fan, you said give you a reason to live 63 months? These people. These are the people that I live for. The people that absolutely, positively step in it. B. Coop says at least they weren't throwing a barbecue. (laughs) These are the people that make my days brighter with their stupidity. It's like my spinach. Ah, Gog, 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 gog. That's my terrible Popeye impersonation. Here you go. I'm I'm, going to share this photo with you. You You guys can see how stupid this woman actually is. God, the world is so dumb. 
Uh, by the way, shoes were prized item during the war, and if they were not too worn, members of the uh, party would steal the victim's shoes and sell them on the black market. Jesus Christ. But hey, let's make sure we get a selfie there. Okay. We got another more. Now now we can transfer here back to America, Triple Mama 5. Arissa Campbell stormed into a store in Aurora, Colorado, made her way to an employee who explained to her that Pride Month was over. Ms. Campbell then claimed the LGBT community had taken over the American flag forever before walking out. I have left something out of this story, though. Ms. Campbell, a white woman, walked into the Target store with with her face painted black to terrorize the, the store. She walked into the store. Oh, my God, we have her on video. Oh, boy. Oh, this is gold. Our worlds oh, revolve around this. food. Bacon? But Here we go. worry. <laughs> You're literally doing blackface yeah. in the middle yeah. of the store. Lester Holt did whiteface. Nobody said <laughs> Where's your pride section? I need to know. We're past... Oh, I thought they were celebrating this and they took our flag forever. No, I was wrong. My bad. I don't shop at Target. Wow. I do take pictures. Join me. Post it on my Facebook, please. My Facebook friends love it. I'm, 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 That's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. I'm shocked. Oh, wait, here she goes again. More blackface on. Hey, Facebook. I'm looking for a job today. I'm at Starbucks. I never treat myself to Starbucks since the post office got rid of me. Um, I barely treated myself to Starbucks when I was working there. I couldn't afford it. Trump is coming. No, don't do that. I'm showing my titties. I have somebody across from me that's showing his too. I'll post his picture later. It's hilarious. You guys got to see this. Anyway, this gal's got to be really. Uh, wish me luck. I'm going to the post office for a job. They will never recognize my picture now. <laughs> they could put me on the FBI wanted list. <laughs> Dear God, I, I'm like scared of this woman. This gal's crazy. Prior employee is trespassing U.S. postal property. If you see her on property, call 911. <laughs> How bad is that? You've been kicked out of the post office. This is this lady is the definition of going postal. <laughs> Major dared her to be in one of those ninja videos. They need to kidnap that cunt and drop her off of cotton <laughs> Compton Popeyes. I I I I don't even know what to say. Like I literally don't know what to say. This, this, she put blackface on and walked into Target, got called out, and then just bragged about having blackface on and looking for the pride stuff. And then went on a Trump fucking tangent. See, this is, this is where the MAGA Republicans need to find people like this and go, no, you don't need to be going out in public. No, 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 no. You are what gives us a really bad name.
they won't recognize me at the post office with this on my face. <laughs> I'm here for a job. No, no, I. <laughs> no, I am not Ursula Campbell. I am uh, I am Ursula Bellcamp, and I'm a black woman. What, what? I know all of MC Hammer's songs. <laughs> they won't recognize me. Hey, konnichiwa, bud, what's up? Around here, we speak American, okay, but Mate says, good morning, Acid AIG. That lady is nuttier than squirrel turds. Triple Mom says, wow, when I first saw the picture of her, I thought she was wearing a mud mask. Vanager comes out and says, ma'am, we don't hire here black faces. First of all, I want to know what she did to get fucking fired from the post office. Obviously, she probably showed up for work drunk one too many times. I mean, you get fired from the post office, you really got to fuck around. I mean, we've had the same male guy. Like, like, you've heard me bitch about my male guy. My male guy is straight up out of the movie Colors. Remember the old Ice-T movie, Colors? Brother shows up in a wrecked-up hoopty. I think it's a, like a like an old Jeep Cherokee. It's an old Elizabeth Warren. That's just funny. And uh, brother, he he puts the mail in the box, and he's got a pick in the back of his head, and the pick does have the fist on it. And I just got uh like like I uh, got a shipment of shirts in last week from uh from Four T Five Printing. And there was a big cut mark in the back. Like they were cutting to get into it. I was like, I've lost mail. And this gal gets fired from the post office? Good Lord, what did she do? Is that Whoopi Goldberg? Surprised she didn't paint that on her face with feces. At least the target manager didn't say, get out. We don't serve black people here. Was Ice T in colors? Well, Ice T was not in colors. I just did the soundtrack for it. Good call. You got me there, College Station. You got me there. When I when I say when it, when I think of it, I I think this. I mean, I, I this is what I think when I Yo, think colors. Let's do this. It's a great song. Michael Path talking. King of my job. I'll show you how to do it. Colors. I am a nightmare walking, psychopath talking, king of my jungle, just a gangster, stalking, living life like a firecracker, quick as my views, been dead as a death, back the colors I choose. That's what I remember, that's what I got it from, from they use the song in the movie. Ice-T was in New Jack City, but he did the song for college. Yes, got me right there. This gal right here, she probably thought she was she was colored in, in Target. That's her movie. <laughs> Once again, Ursula Campbell, thank you for having me wake up this morning.
I didn't know there was a video that went with that story. <laughs> I think Dicey was gone and, and, and gone with the wind. Oh, my God. That is so great. That is so great. And, and then she went after the pride people, too. I mean, this gal is full of fucking rage. God bless her. Man. Oh, yeah, I can delete that. Yeah, delete. Go like this, and we go, bloop, delete that. Don't need that anymore. I do need this, this, and this, and this highlighted, though. Um. All right, let's, okay. By the way, I was going through uh, listener mail uh, in the break. Got some great listener mail for Wednesday. By the way, still got time. Still got time. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Sponsored by J.S. Floors, the best flooring store in the West. You know about the rest. No way they're <laughs> insured up to $100. Take pics and we can get it taken care of. I have the USP. No, no, I, I got it. Yeah. Again, you are correct. This shit writes itself. Well, now... This is a great story. <laughs> and there's actually a story in Lister Mail about weddings tomorrow. Um, a bride in a now Facebook rant that has been deleted vented her frustrations and asked her followers what what what, what should she do? She wrote, I had my wedding recently, and I would say that 70% of the people didn't even come close to covering their plate. For reference, I live in a very expensive area, and everyone who attended is local. For example, the price each person was around $300, and I received a $50 a, a person from a few adults, 100 from a person from a family, 120 from a person in another family, and an average of $150 a person. She goes on to say she doesn't understand why this happened because she's a guest. She's always researched the venue and how much a wedding gift plate, a wedding plate would cost. She concluded, do I just cut my losses, keep it in the back of my head, or say something? Well, obviously, you said something because you're upset that your guests were not generous enough with the gifts. Now, <laughs> you went on Facebook to tell people. And by the way, the people you're telling on Facebook are the people that attended your wedding, you dumb fuck. Oh, God, who married to see you next Tuesday, right? Crusty underwear, no thong? Good God. Now, now, first of all, why did you get married? Did you get married for the gifts? $300 a plate? $300? That better be some fucking Wagyu beef I'm eating. Now, I, I got to tell you, I've been to a lot of weddings. I've been to a lot of weddings, and I got to tell you, the only one that was anyway halfway good was one that had a chocolate fountain. Now, this is why this is why I say that that someday I am going to invent gravy in a faucet. But if you got a cascading fucking uh, a waterfall of either country gravy, nacho cheese, or chocolate, you have got a winner of a wedding. You could sell you could you could have a basque wedding and be serving fucking cow tongue 
And I tell you what, you got a cascading windfall of fucking cheese, I'm dipping that tongue in cheese. $300 a plate? What the fuck is on? Now, now. <laughs> okay. Story time. <laughs> oh, I haven't told this story in such a long time. <laughs> Truly one of my all-time favorite gags that we pulled on. You see, when we first moved to Sacramento, this is in 1999, um, was engaged. And she was engaged to a real dickhead. None of us like this guy. And from what I understand, this guy liked to put his hands on her and not in the good way. And even, even her at that time, that was not cool. For any woman, that's not cool. To put your hands on a woman, that's not cool. And they were going to get married. They were going to have their reception at the, uh, this restaurant up in uh, Incline Village called The Christmas Tree. And it, all of this is hand to God. <clears throat> she showed up for work one day. It was a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And she was freaking out. She's like, eh, I'm trying to finalize the menu and trying to get everything. I don't want it to be over $100 plate. This is crazy. And that's all she talked about in the pre-show. And a certain scab and I, we were not in the mood to hear all that shit because it was always about her. So we concocted a plan that day. And it was one of the greatest things that we ever pulled off. Um, She was waiting to get a fax. Kids, they used to send those before emails were so popular. They would send a fax. And it was like like a menu and prices on there for what each dinner would cost. And we got the original one. And what we did is we took it. And then we decided to make our own menu. And we stole, like, the font from the Christmas tree restaurant. We put it on top of this, this, <laughs> this Word document we were making. And then we put the menu items up. And <laughs> the menu that she chose was just regular, you know, chicken, fish, whatever. Well, we decided to change it. <laughs> One plate was was seasonal Hassenpfeffer. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, you could join good old... Because she did not realize that that was rabbit. <laughs> it was Hassenpfeffer with seasonal vegetables. And that was like $70 a plate. The next thing we put up was grilled monkfish. Grilled monkfish with a stew. And that was like $80 a plate. And then the last thing we put, we put up like, like four or five. These are the ones I remember. The last one we put up was a ham and cheese sandwich that was like $90 a plate. So then what we did with it is, to make it look like a fax, 
because you had to make it look like a fax when you put it in her mailbox at the station. <laughs> we took it, and we made a copy of it, and then we made a copy of the copy, and we rolled it up to make it look like it came out of the fax machine because always faxes would come out like rolled up. And we put it in her mailbox. The next morning, we I had forgotten about it. I had forgotten about it. And she was always the last person. Uh, I remember I was 18. I just graduated from high school when I started listening to y'all. Now I'm 43, still waking up to your voice. <laughs> We're sitting in our office. She comes in. She sits down, and she's looking. I, we, we see her unroll. I didn't see her unroll it, but I had my back to her where I sat. And Scab was sitting next to her, and Scab had to, like, turn away, I guess. And all of a sudden, I heard her just go, Eh, what the fuck? What the fuck is Hassan Pepper? And I just got up, and I just walked out of the office because I could not hold it together. I was dead. Uh, ham and cheese sandwich, $90? This is bullshit. I'm not going to get married. <laughs> we only let her live that for about like a half hour. Oh, my God. Oh, we were we were crying. We were laughing so hard at that. I don't... I think that day when we started the show, we were laughing too hard to even start the show. And by that time, she understood the joke, and, and, and she was laughing about it. But my God, when she says, what the fuck is Hassenpfeffer? And she went on there, and she's like, eh, I don't even know what mungfish stew is. Oh, God. Fucking A. <laughs> That was one of the greatest. Oh, man, we did some funny shit to her. Oh, God. Oh, it's almost as funny as when Mage's friends confront her in a fucking store and start fucking... Dawn's boyfriend, fiancé. Oh, that guy was a douchebag. That guy was a total douchebag. Not that... Our new guy was good for a while, but whatever. All right, enough about that. Enough about woman in blackface. Let's keep going, shall we? <sighs> she really is that dumb. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Wonder Scab Miss is laughing. You used to get him to laugh so hard. Now it seems miserable. Well, that's the thing is that, you know, I was given a great, I, I was given a great compliment by uh, the ugly shirted station manager once, and I know I've shared this with y'all, and it, it's true. He said something about me, and he said it while I was there, and he said it in front of dog shit. So he was saying it not only to boast me up, but to kick dog shit in the nuts. And he said the same thing for Scab. He said Scab and dog, dog shit are very clever. They're witty. He looked at me and goes, Arnie, you are flat out fucking funny. And that was one of the greatest compliments I ever got. And I got the distinction between fucking funny and clever. Fucking funny is the movie Step Brothers. It, 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 just for example, compared to The Big Bang Theory. 
the Big Bang Theory, I watch the Big Bang Theory pretty much every night. And I think it's a very cleverly written show. I think it's a very talented people who who memorize very, very large words to say. And I think it's a clever show. Cheers was fucking funny. These other shows are very clever. And there's nothing wrong with being clever funny. There's plenty of clever funny people. But when you go clever funny against funny funny, funny funny always wins. And they don't have that on their show. Yeah, I, I saw that, Whitewash, that, that they had significant others on the show. That was weird. That was very strange. Very, very strange. All right. You gotta, oh, wow, we have, to, we, we have to take a small trip here. Hold on one second here. Uh, not that she's listening, but I know that she'll be listening later, so uh, I'll go ahead and say good morning to her when I play this. You're doing fine, Scott says, dog shit, clever, I don't see it. He, he, he was clever because he knew all the, the cool wannabe hip lingo, like booger sugar and things like that, and he could throw those in occasionally. He could never come up with anything on his own. Yeah, not funny, ha-ha, funny queer. That, that would be him. But he could come up with that stuff. Jerkoff was just a moron, and he thought being a moron made him funny. It didn't. Look, and, and you might think that I, I sound very braggadocious when I say I'm it's It's my thing. It, it's what I have. It's my talent. There are some people that are great carpenters, and if you went out and said, I'm a great carpenter, nobody's going to say, well, that's a lie. That he, he, I see his work. It's fantastic. He's a great carpenter. See my work? You go, well, he's pretty fucking funny. Scab jumped the shark when he made the public claim that he's now an honorary member of the black community. Really? I fucked a black girl, too. Well, there you go. A man is expected to survive after being stabbed through the head with a flagpole at a fast food restaurant in Oklahoma. Good God. The victim, who was not identified, was impaled by Clinton Collins on Wednesday at a Sonic in Tulsa. Jesus, boy. I mean, you you cannot be an official city in Texas if you do not have at least two Sonics. In your zip code. (laughs) Tulsa police arrested Collins, arresting him with felony maiming. I've never heard of that. The pole entered the victim's head beneath the jaw and extended to the other side of his head near the right temple. The American flag was still attached at the pole at the time. Firefighters had to cut part of the flagpole in order to fit the victim into the ambulance. What happened? Uh, he'll, he'll, he's going to survive, but he's probably going to lose an eye. Well, that's okay because he won't see how you get beat like dogs this year then that bad. Witnesses say they saw Collins charge at the victim and stab him with the flagpole. Collins said, that's what he gets. He deserves it. Police cannot provide <laughs> provide information why if he's hired an attorney. Um, this case uh, either will be handled in tribal court or in the U.S. District Court. 
Wow. No telling why he stabbed somebody in the face with a flag. Good Lord. That is some anger. That is finding that right there. That, I tell you what, that, that's resilience right there. He wanted to stab somebody. He was going to use anything he could get. That's the American spirit in the wrong way, totally. Like, goddamn, I'm going to stab somebody in the fucking mouth, into the eye, through the temple with an American flag. He gets what he deserves. Did he cut in line in front of Sonic? Did he let his children order in the drive-thru? Mm-hmm. Did he order that, that terrible goddamn pickle shake concoction they have? Then, yes, he did deserve it. If he lets it touch the grounds, he lets it bleed it out. If you have to tell people that uh, what you are is funny, you aren't. The fact that I actually laugh audibly by myself in my car listening to you is what tells me that you are funny. To work, the work speaks for itself. Well, thank you, safety guy. I appreciate that. Oh, I I remember that conversation. Dog shit was pissed. Oh, dude. See, this this is the rule. This is the rule. I only say I'm funny on here just because I get. This is what you might not believe. In the circles that he ran in, and they weren't very big circles because he's not that tall, dog shit was, quote, unquote, the funny guy in that circle. All of a sudden, I walk in the circle. Dog shit is eviscerated. Can't keep up with me. Couldn't keep up with me. Scab couldn't keep up with me. I can keep going. And, and, and by, by the way, by the way, if I were to be challenged by people like Tom Segura or Bill, Barr, Bill Burr, they would kill me. I don't even claim to be at their level. No. Those guys. I'm at my own level, and I'm happy at my level. I make y'all laugh. I can make people laugh. It's what makes me funny. It's what makes me happy. Sorry. That was Freudian. But that's what makes me happy. If I can bring you joy in the morning, then I've done my job. And talking about a guy who got stabbed in the face with an American flag, that's pretty goddamn funny. I got to tell you, that's fucking, that's awesome. Only in Oklahoma. At a Sonic. Of all places, a Sonic. (laughs) Dog shit, my wife's good in bed. How do you think she got that way? Boy, I wish she would have set me up for that. I wish that motherfucker would have set me up for that because I would have fucking, I would have done that so quickly. They couldn't do radio like you, though. No, no, I mean. We once had to do this. Uh, we, were, we had a, a station-wide meeting. And we were asked this question. We had to watch this TED Talk. It was like a 20-minute TED Talk that everybody watched in the building. And... <clears throat> They, the, the question was, you, you know, they, they ask the questions in reverse. Usually it's, you know, what do you do? When do you do it? Why do you do it? Well, they, they ask the question, why do you do what you do first? And I sat there and I thought about it and I thought about it and I answered the question, why do I do what I do? And, and, and I live by this question. I live by this answer to this day. I have the ability, and and thanks to you guys for finding me to be entertaining for all those years. I have the ability to make you hopefully forget about 
Why do I do? Because I want to make you laugh on your way to work or your way home. If you if had a if you were going to a rotten job that you hate, <clears throat> your commute time, I'm in charge of making you not think about how rotten your fucking job is. That's my job, and I take it very, very serious. Same thing when I was doing the afternoon show when people were going home. If you're going home to a nightmare, you know that, that things are fucking disheveled at the house, things are terrible in the house. I at least am, am, am trying to give you something to listen to and pay attention to so you don't have to think about that. And we all sat down, we all wrote this stuff, and I didn't read anybody else's, and, and nobody, they, you know, they put some up and they put mine up. They didn't put dog shit or jerk-offs up. But I remember I asked jerk-off one day. I said, what do you think dog's why is? Because I found this to be a fascinating uh, exercise that we did. And even jerk-off was smart enough to understand this, and I agreed with it 100%. The reason why dog shit does what he does is so people will listen to him. That's it. He's, you want to talk about the definition of little man's disease? It's Craig the dog-faced boy. I don't know what his last name is, nor do I care. He talks so people have to listen to him. He is that line in the movie The Wedding Singer. I have the microphone in my hand, and you're going to listen to everything I have to say. That was him. And the other why, like, I, I didn't ask Jerk off his why, but I knew what it was. His why was to become popular. He thought he was the next coming of Howard Stern. He really thought that because he had this great radio voice. I had terrible radio voice. Awful. Compared to the deep throat guy, yeah, I'm, I'm Wolfman Jack. You know, all them. D- People used to ask me when my balls are dropping. I'm like, fuck, this is just my voice. It's recognizable now because it's been on the air for 30 years. But he thought that he was next coming. And I remember doing that, and, and it showed me a lot. It showed me a lot about those two. Do you think that you're on the level of Adele, though? Uh, yeah, I'm close. Close, dickhead. Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. I, I understand it's you. I was wondering no, if no. after all these years you'd like to meet. Uh, Safety Guy says their shows are produced and rehearsed. You kill it on the fly. I hated the Dog and Joe show until you made the Dog Pound Wolf a superior product. After you left, the show went to shit again, except for Mikey, the bright spot. Amen to that. The upside, Craig, the dog face, did not like scab either. No, and, and vice versa. Um... We got two more stories to do. This first story goes perfectly well with (laughs) the story I just fucking told you about dog shit and jerk off. And, oh, there's no video. Oh, there's no video of this. That's a shame. I, I, I will share the story with you, though. Because let me read you the headline. When I saw this headline, I was like, yep, that's going to end the show. France welcomes banned Spanish troop of dwarf bullfighters. 
With an arena in a village of 850 people, the show sold out. Um, in the immortal words of ourselves when we were kids, um, that show selling out? Duh. Dwarf bullfighters? Are they taking on dogs? Diversiones en el Rudo. Bullfighting fun is what it said. Sold out a 650-seat arena. Unlike regular bullfights, the performance did not result in injuries or death for the animals. Instead, the performers presented sketches and skits in costumes and sometimes involving small cows. Ogre says, adios, familia. I'm off to France. <laughs> this bull's going to gore these dwarfs out of the arena. Oh, my God. The pictures are just fantastic. They're little people, and they're little bitty cows charging at them. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking A. <sighs> Big-ass guy once again. This is why you got to last. Please let this come to America. Please let this, I uh, If this comes to America, I will give tickets away. I would have a pair of goalposts set up to judge them by field goals. Maybe they can take on charging billy goats. Oh, my God. This uh, dwarf bullfighters, yes. Yes. Hey, Arnie, do you want tickets to dwarf bullfighters? Yes. Now, see, this, this uh, I would spend $1,000 on that ticket before I would see Lionel Messi. This is going to be so much better. Can you imagine if one of the cows gets a hold of the little person and just carries them off? I, I would have to wear a diaper to that show because I'd piss myself so often. I tell you, if my grandmother alive, she'd go just so she could cheer on the bulls. She would probably offer to sharpen up their horns. Yeah, you get rid of them. You could enter Bubba. Yes, I could enter Bubba. All right, final story here. Here we go. Uh, I haven't done this in a while, ass family. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, something that I remember the first year on the show, this pretty much was a daily occurrence. That's right, baby. The return of... Teacher, 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 sex, 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 sex. This is when an adult teacher guides a young man into manhood. All right. What do we have here? This happened in Wisconsin, Monroe County, Wisconsin. Ann Nelson Cope was convicted on all 25 counts Monday stemming from repeated sexual assaults on one of her 14-year-old male students. The jury deliberated just five hours following a three-day trial to return with a guilty verdict. They say the victim of these crimes is an incredibly brave young man. He spoke the truth, and the jury heard him loud and clear. 
so grateful for the jury to their dedication of the truth. She's going to be sentenced on October 27th. Now, this is not your regular teacher sex story. Oh, no. No, you see, the student at the time was 14, and the teacher was 67. (laughs) That's right. Granny was fucking knocking boots with a 14-year-old, a 67-year-old, and a 14-year-old. Holy shit! Holy shit! No, the teacher is not hot. She's 67. (laughs) Dad finds out about this. Oh, you're nailing a teacher, huh? Dad, she's 67. Oh. Sue says, nope, such a horrible crime. Amen to that. Throw the book at this old gal. She's facing up to 600 years in prison. She's only going to be around for like four more. Does she get to have conjugal visits with her at the old folks' prison? Man, gone are the days of Deborah LaFave. Oh, she was one of the hot teachers that seduced one of her students. Now we got 67-year-old Madge and Cock Coke. I'm Ann Coke, and I love cock. Dad says she's older than Grandma. But pussy looks like when you leave the Sunday paper on the lawn and the sprinklers get it. He's no Donnie Burger. <laughs> Donnie Burger. Hey, guy. Oh, this is awful. This is the worst story I've ever seen in my life. Fucking hey, string that lady up. Salem witch trials and shit with her. Good gravy fucking Davy. And that is the way we end the Monday show. She was helping him with math. How many times does 14 go into 67? Ow, all right. Uh, Ask family, that is going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you, my friend, are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day. And once again, live music again tomorrow. Adios, everybody.
Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.